I can say with great certainty and absolute honesty that I did not know what love was until I knew what love was not. P.T. Berkey. This is Sincerely Yours, and I'm your host, Cece Denno. pals and welcome to Sincerely Yours. This is a podcast about making sense and making it through life where I provide tips and suggestions and helpful hints along the way. We have quotables at the beginning of each episode and they are crucial to the start of every episode and the one for this quotable was submitted by Cedra and she just tweeted me, which is a great way to find a quotable here to Sincerely Yours. And her quotable was, I can say with great certainty and absolute honesty that I did not know what love was until I knew what love was not. P.T. Berkey. And if you have a quotable, so if it's a song lyric or a quote or just a group of words that have any special meaning to you, Go ahead and email me, and that's sincerely yours at writeme.com. Or you can find me all over social media. That's on Facebook or Instagram at CC Knows It All or on Twitter at Sincerely CCD. So I do have one more request, and that is if you like anything on the show, or if there's something specific you want me to share on the show or something to look into, I would love to have your feedback. So if you just want to email, Facebook, Instagram, tweet, find me and let me know what you like about the show, what you'd like to see on the show, and then I'll go ahead and use that feedback and hopefully incorporate in some future episodes. And so reach out. Go ahead and email, Facebook, Instagram, or tweet me. Just go ahead and find me and hopefully we'll have some listener feedback. With that, let's go ahead and get the episode together. And I got a lot of really great stuff for you guys. So let's get to it. I've shared on the podcast before that I live in Somerville, Massachusetts. It's a city just outside Boston. So I go into Boston every day for work and I come home to Somerville. And my boyfriend has a really good friend who grew up in Somerville. And we went to go see a showing of a documentary that he made because he really wanted to tell a story about his friends growing up, the guys that he knew growing up in Somerville, and about how much the opioid epidemic has affected the community. And I discovered that over a dozen young men from who grew up in Somerville have passed away. It was a really strange feeling to find out about these men as... I've lived in Somerville for over a year, and I guess I just never thought of the history of the community before I got here, and I feel a part of the community. I know some of my neighbors. I did some volunteer work in the in elementary school at the beginning of the year, and 
there is just so much that I don't know about. And so it made me realize that this documentary uh, put together the story of Alex's three friends specifically and how dealing with emotions and tragedies and how overwhelming it can be and how a lot of times people turn to drug use to manage their feelings when they don't know or have like the strategies to deal with like stress and anxiety um, and depression properly. And so I kind of wanted to put this episode together just to share some ways to help deal with stress and anxiety. And I thought it might be helpful just to get some different suggestions out there. And if you are having trouble with dealing with stress and anxiety, that these might be helpful. First of all, when I'm dealing with stress and anxiety for myself, I try to remove myself from the situation. So this has happened to me at work before where there's just so much going on. There's so many hard deadlines. There's so much to do. So usually what I'll do is I'll get away from my desk and I'll just either go for a walk or sit in the break room and just take some breaths. So breathing, um, usually six good deep breaths is very helpful. And then if it's anxiety specifically, I tell myself I'm safe. So I read somewhere that anxiety is your body's coping mechanism with dealing with uncertainty. So if you can proactively tell yourself, I'm safe. I'll be able to handle what is going on. It usually will calm or it's helpful for me to calm my anxiety down just to say, okay, I'm safe. I'm here. I know what I need to do and it'll, it'll get done one way or another. And so for me, that's really helpful. And I also ended up reaching out to some friends to see their strategies for dealing with stress and anxiety. So I was really proud of a bunch of my friends that they had such healthy ways of dealing with these emotions. So here are some really good ones that they came up with. We have getting enough sleep, exercise, eating right, walking. So this also um, is helpful for me because I can usually tell if I have too much anxiety or if it's too much stress. It's basically because I'm working too much. So I try to be proactive about, you know, not uh, trying to do too much in one day where, you know, I can just, I know I can get the work done, but if I do end up working too much, it's just, it's, it's not good because you need all the other facets in your life to be at a healthy balance. So you want to make sure to get enough sleep and exercise and actually exercise was like a huge one, um, a huge response that I got where I do, I do it too, where I, if I feel like it's been a day, you know, I'll go for a run or, you know, um, just get some yoga in where it's, 
exercise is more, you know, more than just for your body. It's also for your mind and everyone needs a little exercise. So uh, another good suggestion was worry time where uh, um, you try to rather than spend your whole day worrying about certain things, you dedicate a certain amount of time at the same time every day and say, okay, I'm going to spend that specific time worrying. So if you wake up and you have something to worry about, you say, I'm going to put it off and worry about it in worrying time. So um, I think this is a huge help that if you have some distress going on where it's you feel like it's taking over your life and you really can't keep a hold of it, if you designate a certain amount of time to feel that way, uh, you can better manage those feelings and take a hold of your life again. So the next one was meditation. Uh, I personally don't meditate, but it seems to be very helpful for a lot of people. Um, I heard about the app Headspace is really helpful. So if you want to try that out or go down that avenue, um, it seemed to be pretty helpful for a lot of people. Um, and then I really like this one too, where it was try flashcards with helpful thoughts. So having a way to keep positive reinforcement, um, that's really good because Sometimes your mind just gets stuck on um, the same thought pattern. So if you can break it up with flashcards, um, that might be really helpful. Um, a lot of like relaxation t tasks. So um, some people suggested taking a bath or cleaning even, which not my stress reliever, but I can see how it might be helpful because you're moving around and you were focused on something. Um, and then finally, the one that I really liked for uh, what a lot of people end up doing is that they call a friend or a loved one, which I, I can't recall a specific time doing that, but I can see how having like a familiar voice to chat with and to keep your mind busy would uh, take away from being too stressed out or too anxious. Um, so I actually, for the podcast, wanted to call one of my friends and see what she does to keep her uh, stress and anxiety managed. So we'll welcome my friend, Karen. Hi, Stacey. Hi, Karen. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. So I loved your response for the anxiety and stress methods. Uh, you did mention that you use a lavender eye pillow. Can you explain what that is? Yes. When I was going to um, a yoga studio, we would use that during the last couple minutes, uh, Shavasana. And so you're resting and I guess meditating a little bit at the end. Um, and I would just put an eye pillow so it's an eye pillow, um, I don't know, probably eight inches long by three inches wide. You put it over your eyes, you could put it on your forehead, and it just gives the lavender aromatherapy, Oh, which okay. is good for, so it has lavender in it, that's why it's called lavender eye pillow, and the lavender is just, is known to be calming and relaxing, and it's helpful for 
I mean, I was a fan of yoga, so I decided to buy one at the studio. And I would use it, like, if I can't go to sleep at night um, or I felt, like, a lot of tension, like, my forehead, I guess. I feel like there's tension there sometimes. Yeah. So I put it over my forehead or eyes, and it's good for insomnia, anxiety, depression. It's just a natural, a natural stress reliever. Um, compared to any like drugs, it's an alternative. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And how much did it cost? Uh, I think from the studio it was like ten dollars, but I think Amazon has it. It, it may be like ten dollars or fifteen dollars. People could even like make them really if you just get lavender scent and you could just really sew it yourself. I don't know what else is in there other than this. It kind of feels like a bean bag. Okay but it has the lavender in it. And I've had mine for a couple of years now and it still, it does still smell oh, like awesome. lavender. Awesome. Great. Okay. Well, thanks so much for sharing, Karen. No problem. Always a pleasure. All right. So there we have it. When you feel stressed or anxious the next time when the anxiety or stress monster comes to visit this time, you'll be prepared. You'll have tools in your toolbox to fight that stress and anxiety away. So if you found this episode helpful, let me know. Um, you can reach out, email sincerely or is at writeme.com or find me all over social media. And uh, with that, I look forward to next time. <music>